Welcome to Fire Breathing Kittens, an actual play podcast where every episode microplot is a complete adventure with a beginning and an end that fits into the overarching macroplot of the whole season. Because they stand sturdily on their own, you can listen to any of these adventures in any order, and you can skip any that you don't enjoy. Today, we are playing using the combat and just overall mechanics from The Witch is Dead. You can find this game uh, made by Grant Howitt on his itch.io site. You can build your own uh, character for The Witch is Dead and play a game with friends. Speaking of friends, today we are joined by Jack Frost. Hi, I'm Jack Frost. Am I still in my normal form right now? <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> okay. In that case, I am a very unassuming looking, uh, late teens looking boy uh, with white hair and a gray hoodie and some black jeans uh, that shuffles his feet a lot. That's me. Ignatius Cogbright. Good evening. My name is Ignatius Cogbright. I am a two foot six inch tall gnome um, dressed opulently with a uh today it is a scarlet vest with a matching cravat and there is a ribbon around the top hat i am wearing i have thick luscious mustache and goatee and barbara angeli hey i'm barbie i'm a teal-haired teenager i like to make potions i'm pretty sure that's what i want to do for my career i also am a centaur and then for me playing this character I watched the movie Clueless, and I wrote down all the words I don't frequently use. I'm using that word list kind of like a bingo card. I'm going to try to say all those things at some point if they fit. Just wedge them in there. (laughs) You are all in the Fire Breathing Kittens Guild Hall. The Guild Hall is a large building with a bar, a sitting area with a wooden tables and chairs, and a wall with a corkboard and job flyers posted. What are you all doing as you're hanging out in this relatively quiet day at the guild hall? I think that I am looking at this glorious mustache and beard and I what what color is that mustache and beard? Coal black. Coal black. Okay, very nice. Very thick and luscious. I keep great care of one's personal appearance. I believe it is a uh, paramount to uh to present a, a a positive face on the world. Exactly, I agree. Jack uh, idly rubs his chin. Does not grow anything. <laughs> yeah. And I rub mine too. Well, <laughs> perhaps my uh, beauty department is working on some sort of hair tonic that might uh, uh, solve your bald face problem. Oh my gosh, thank you. You love potions. Maybe you could help. <laughs> I do love potions, and I pull out a chime of doomed enchantment and a dryness control. Shout out to Seventh Sanctum for its random word generator for spells. <laughs> I want whatever like evil sigil of control water. I want like a lot of these. Like they're really fun. Anyway, and they do I'm come up two- with some. They make some great spell opportunities too, as we found out last time I played with them. Yes. <laughs> so I'm holding two. One is dryness control and the other is chime of doomed enchantment. But which is which? <laughs> I would recommend not rubbing either of those on your face. Okay. 
it's at yeah. this moment when the guild hall begins to rumble akin to an earthquake the uh, uh cups and silverware on the tables clatter to the floor and then everything kind of falls to silence you wait for a few moments before a transparent image of a woman appears in the center of the room. You see her hair is pulled up into a tight bun on top of her head, and Jack instantly recognizes her as his sister. This yeah. is just a projection of her, though, and she begins to speak. If you're hearing this, baby brother, I have died. Don't fret too much, though, for this world will not be long without my fabulous presence. I have cursed the court wizard, Gil R. Lockett, to enact my thorough fall failsafe protocol and bring me back. In the meantime... Please stay put. And by that I mean, don't get in the way. On second thought, let me take that potentiality out of the equation. You've always enjoyed small, cute things. This should be perfect. And as she finishes speaking, the image blinks out. And you feel this like tingling sensation in each of your bodies. And then you feel this gush of wind brushing up against your face as you start to shrink. You shrink down, down, down to variable heights, but much shorter than you started. Oh, dragging a my raccoon again. <laughs> This will be the third time. <laughs> In that, um, Jack has become an Arctic fox, Ignatius, a crow, and Barbie, a miniature horse. You look around the room to the couple of other fire-breathing kittens uh, guild members who have also turned into various critters. Well, this sounds just like her. <laughs> <laughs> so your sister has turned you into a uh, a woodland creature before? Well, not for a while, but... Oh, my goodness. You don't know her, do you? No, but apparently I have now become caught up in your family drama. Well, she's dead. Apparently that... I don't know. She can't be too dead. <sighs> Mostly dead. Well, I think we should all be very concerned. <laughs> I'm so concerned. I'm Wigan. <laughs> As you should. She's very powerful, but also very selfish. Uh, she's, she's one of the primordial seasonal elements. And, uh, you know, it's kind of all about her, so I imagine her failsafe for her death is not going to be good for anyone else. Well, seeing I, as I have been turned into a uh, um, a, a crow, I would say probably not for the best. Uh, any ideas how we might uh, reverse this curse that has been laid upon us? We probably need to find that wizard. 
I said, Mr. I think she just wants us out of the way. Mr. Gil R. Lock, Lockhart, mm-hmm. Lockett. Gil R. Lockett. Yes. Does he have a dazzling smile? <laughs> Uh, you all know Gil R. Lockett as the court wizard. <laughs> he is famous to an extent, very likable, uh, blonde, curly, coiffed hair, and yes, a dazzling set of pearly whites. Well, do any of us have any of us had dealings with him in the past? Oh no, he would never. Well, Ignatius is a, is a is now a billionaire. He does run the Eastinghouse Company. Well, luckily for you all, it is at this moment that he bursts through the Guildhall doors. He looks frantic. He is a tall, thin man in his late 40s and disheveled. Something you have never seen him looking this way on any of the posters or images projected throughout the city. Well, he... that's social media. Ugh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, how Hagsville. Fire breathing kittens. Oh my goodness. I need your assistance. My your aid is in dire need. Is that a rat? Ew! Disgusting! Where, where, where are the fire-breathing kittens? Or why are there just a bunch of animals in this space? Have, have, have they gone under? Oh, it was bound to happen. I'm going to use magic to speak with humans. That is the one spell <laughs> I have. Hey. Well, our guild hall might be uh. Populated oh. by by rodents, but at least we look presentable, unlike someone who has just stumbled in. You can talk. So can you, apparently. <laughs> uh, well, I'm a person. Of course I can talk. Sir, we live in a magical world where there are demons and folk and woodland folk that can speak. Is this really the first time you've ever conversed with a crow? Well... No, I suppose not, but, um, you just, you look so mundane. Make well, a jab not- about him not recognizing, <laughs> he's a wizard and he doesn't even recognize a basic transfiguration spell. I will translate for my fox friend here. He said you are a wizard and you can't even recognize a simple transfiguration spell. We are all I very disappointed in you. beg your pardon. I am frazzled, you see. I have been cursed. It's been a very hard day. I look around at my <laughs> companions and say, I, I, I think I can uh, commiserate with you on that. Oh, you can. Did you then... do that too? I used to be a gnome. <laughs> oh. 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 Are you one of the... The fire-breathing kittens, then. I am indeed. Does our um, fire-breathing kittens tattoo <laughs> translate onto our transfigured bodies? Yeah, why not? I pull apart my uh, my feathers on my wing and show him my fire-breathing t- kittens tattoo. Oh, I do. I do say you are a fire-breathing kitten. Well, what? What state have you found yourselves in? How How is this about? We got 
caught in the crossfire of some family drama and are currently cursed by a, uh, an angry sibling of one of our associates. Wow, how coincidental. I'm also cursed by some crazy person. Which is why I'm here. I, are you going to be able to help me in your current state? I mean, this is not the first time I've been turned into a woodland creature and it hasn't decreased my efficacy. I assume my <laughs> uh, my cohorts are likewise inclined to continue on and perhaps break this curse. I just noticed that you do not necessarily speak about our actual efficacy rate, only that it's not reduced. <laughs> I carefully choose my words. <laughs> <laughs> well, in, in that case, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. It's not like I have uh, many other options. Not dressed like that, you don't. I will overlook this... <clears throat> transgression given the current state of affairs but i ask that you do not speak to me that way i crow at them and my uh, cohorts and say it in crow so he doesn't understand what i'm saying but i'm still talking <laughs> crap i was asking what frida did my my fox friend wants to know what frida did frida oh you know Interesting. So it's the same person, the same witch. Interesting. Well, that she-devil, she cursed me that if I don't revive her by tomorrow at sundown, I'll be dead. That's a travesty. What would this kingdom do without me? <laughs> mm. Was was that a rhetorical question, or were you actually asking what sort of celebrations we would have? Um, I mean, I, could, I mean, death, you know, funerals and all that. Also, why him? Why you? Well, why not? I'm the court wizard, of course. I am very astute. I am a professional. I like uh, use my my horse lips and I take two potions. One of them's pink and one of them's lime green. And I put them on the table in front of you. <laughs> oh, will these help? Oh, we, th we thank you. That was so efficient. Um, so he's going to take the green one and uncork it. <laughs> Okay, and then GM, 50-50 if this is doomed enchantment or dryness control. <laughs> go, ahead, go ahead and roll. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I wasn't planning on rolling a dice, so could someone roll me a dice? Yeah. Jack. This system does not have the, the GM do any dice rolling. Oh, which I didn't have lovely. any dice pulled up, but I can get one. I just yeah. rolled on my dice roller. It's a three. <gasps> that's the a first one. Three. three out of ten. Okay. So. Yeah, that's a chime <laughs> of doomed enchantment. So you're going to hear um, 12 strikes of a clock after you drink it. <laughs> oh, no. The, the end is near. I can hear it now. Oh, my goodness. How quickly does this potion work? <laughs> I no you just took a potion that was given to you by a horse. Heaven only knows what's going to happen now. Uh, 
but you are the fire-breathing kittens. I, I thought I could trust you. Well, it probably won't cause any permanent damage. She doesn't like to actually kill people. Maybe, I don't know why she gave it to you. Maybe it'll undo the doom. Who knows? <laughs> He's doomed already. He can't be double doomed. Does it cancel out? So like, She makes a fair point. <laughs> it just sounds like Winnie's. <laughs> well, what is she saying? Is, is it going to be right? She's saying, don't worry about it. You should be fine. Just uh, tell us, tell us what Frida told you to do. This is, uh, this is something to kind of take the edge off your nerves, I guess. Oh, all right. Well, Frida cursed me that I'm going to die. And then she said, she said I had to go to her tower and get a book. And I went and I got that book and it's just absolute gibberish i have no idea what she wants me to do with it it just says fail safe protocol and then there was just a bunch of these ridiculous rituals inside can i see the book oh yes well of course but how are you going to be able to do anything with this wow he already doubts me and i undid his doom first thing <laughs> the horse, you can't understand her, sir, but I, I assure you she is speaking words of, of confidence and uh, 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 she is she's assuring you that this is not a job beyond us, that uh, we're actually going to use these woodland creature guises that we have to our, to our advantage. Well, yeah, plus if- we have power and I use my unseen hand ability to take the book. All right. So you take the book and you open it up. And just as he said, it is a series of rituals that all have various stipulations. Like uh, if uh, you want to revive somebody who died of poison, of like being stabbed in the back, of like dying of old age. And then they have their like ingredients and a ritual associated with them. It's actually not all that complicated to to Jack. So we need to know how she died. And then you guys don't know this about me, but my one spell is to make a book read itself aloud. So, yes, yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. dandy. So I, the book starts reading the list of <laughs> options for the, the mystery solving listener at home is... Resurrect someone who died of old age, stabbed in the back, drinking poison, fell off a horse and was trampled, was burned at the stake, was drowned. I hope you're writing these down. Play it like Clue and cross them off if they don't match. (laughs) Died in a house fire, consumed by fire magic, struck down by lightning magic, fell off a cliff, necrotic magic, or thunder magic. Or ice magic. And those are the only options that could happen. Let's cross them off and narrow the list down. <laughs> now, what if light? What if they use lightning magic to start a house fire that killed her? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. That's your job to figure out. <laughs> um, I'm going to cross them off one by one as we all right. rule things out. So do you think we should find the body first? I, I feel like that would be a good indication of how she died. Like, if she's squished, she obviously got trampled by something. Uh, ask the wizard where, if, if he knows where the body is. That's a good step first. 
I asked the wizard if he knows where the body is. <laughs> <laughs> Having like a singular translator is an interesting mechanic. Well, it's in her tower. She she died at home, I guess. I don't know. I didn't examine the body. It was all gross. Just for expediency's sake, if you guys want to talk as if you're talking through me, I'll pretend that I'm saying the words. <laughs> yeah, you can talk we right can to absolutely him. do that. <laughs> All right, fine. Okay. All right, so her tower moves. Where was the tower when you last saw it? Well, I think it was just out the city, just like east a bit. All right, there's not much out there. We should be able to find it. That's, or is that ocean that's east? <laughs> yes, I think so. So it's out in the water. Okay. Oh, and I was just about to cross off someone who drowned because I was like, <laughs> in your I'm, tower. Going to, I'm going to ask him because I don't trust that he knows east from west. <laughs> Do you mean in the water or away from the water? Oh, oh, um, the east that is inland. That would be west. And there's yes, a forest the over west, there. The west, the other east, westward. We'll probably fit in much better in the forest. Mm. I'm glad I thought to follow up. <laughs> <laughs> I of course don't say that in human. I say that in uh, woodland creature. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Mechanically, all the drowned. woodland creatures cre- uh, speak the same language. Because <laughs> fantasy. Mm. Well, is this sufficient? And he just takes out like this giant bag of gold and just like drops it on the ground because like that's closest to you all. (laughs) Wait, we should ask him for something else too. Like what? And a favor to be named later. He is a court wizard, so I assume he's connected politically because he certainly didn't get the job on his merits. Oh, fame. You want fame? Oh, I can get you fame. Don't you worry. I was thinking like his wand, like, but... Oh my gosh, I want an audience with the crown prince. <laughs> pretty underneath that. She's very pretty. <laughs> <laughs> also, how old is Barbara? <laughs> Officially 17. She's underage, oh, perv. <laughs> oh, no, not... Who oh, I would oh, never officially eighteen. Sorry, sorry. Oh, eighteen. Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll just change that. Yeah, Offici- officially eighteen. Just turned. There I would go. never. It's more of uh, who I am acquainted with is is the point of contention. Well, he can't open doors politically for us. I say we go ahead and uh, find the witch and bring her back because I also don't want to be stuck as a crow for very long. It'll be hard to run a company this way. Well, you you should. Oh. Well, you should also be aware that uh, her failsafe probably has quite a bit more. Um, I don't think she would really want a world to continue if she's not in it. And she does have rather world-ending power. Well, then I think that uh, increases the the urgency of fulfilling our mission. Yeah, that's what I was saying. She's uh, a bonehead. She's very selfish. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's... Let's haul ass. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, are we allowed to swear in these now? It's not a swear word. It's a phrase from the movie Clueless. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and she meant donkey. There's another woodland creature we're bringing along with us. <laughs> I mean, she she's close. Come on, chuckleheads. And I I don't know. I guess I... How do we open the door? 
So oh, I can open the door. I have unseen hand. Yay. There we go. <laughs> Beautiful. Right. And so your yep. little invisible hand opens the door and uh, Gil takes a seat and pours himself a drink from the bar. If you wow. stack all three of us on top of each other, we make one functional person. <laughs> um, I, I'm definitely hopping on top of her of her back. Just yes. right up there. Yep. I mm-hmm. contribute speed. Mush. I am, I'm Ooh. flying. Is it ironic that the dog creature is telling something else to mush? Yes. <laughs> um, so Ignatius, is your quick three? Because my quick is three. Uh, let's see. My quick... Uh, my quick is one, actually, so I'm not very quick. Mm-hmm. So I just like run further than you can fly, and I just look back at you. <laughs> then I get on her back, too, and look uh-uh. ashamed of myself. <laughs> yes. So this game has four stats. We have clever, fierce, sly, and quick, which we will try to use as intended throughout this session. <laughs> All right. So you race off with expediency towards the west. Clippity cloppity, clippity cloppity. I want the Monty Python coconuts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty good. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So you race off towards the forest in the west. Uh, the other east and uh, lo and behold you see her giant tower just like way above the canopy of the tree line so it's real easy to spot she is one for theatrics you arrive at the base of the tower to find a flat ice wall (laughs) Because that is how she travels in ice towers. (laughs) That's dope. Do you guys already know the entrance? No? First time? I have never been to your sister's tower before. Ah. (laughs) Normally, we can fly. So, uh, not right now. I'm kind of stuck. I got Um, that one covered. Can you fly up to that, uh, that ledge around the top? And there will be a lever. Just go ahead and sit on it. Okay, I fly up there and I assume I see the lever and I sit on it. Oh, yeah. There is a lovely little lever. It's this, like, gorgeous, ornate, like, ice sculpture with this, like, busty woman laying across it. And then you sit on the lever and it plunks down. And down at the bottom, the... Once blank wall of the tower starts to rise to reveal a door frame. Behind it is a set of spiral stairs. Kicking. How, <laughs> how do you think the wizard got in? <laughs> they didn't remember? No, he he did get in because he, got, he the got the book. Oh. I mean, maybe he is not quite as incompetent as we thought, or perhaps he brought somebody with him that was more competent. Well, I totally thought the book was delivered. I got to pay more attention. Okay. <laughs> right. I still really want to know why him. It well, we seems... can ask. He's pretty, and your sister values pretty, but my my mm. character doesn't know that, but my player does. She also values skill. 
Well, maybe he's more skillful than he is letting on. Perhaps this is all a charade and he's actually quite uh, contentious, but he'd be a, a, a rather good actor if that were the case. Maybe. I check the ground for hoofprints impressed by the horse that she fell off of and was trampled. I think if there's no hoofprints here, I'm going to rule this one out. All right. Um, is this a stat? I think it's clever. Oh, oh no. (laughs) (laughs) I tell you guys about how if there was a horse, it probably came in on the ground, right? And the the hoofprints wouldn't exist inside a home where the floor, you know, isn't squishy mud. So if we were going to check for hoofprints at all in this adventure, it would be right here outside the tower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do a clever check, somebody. (laughs) I have a two in clever. I'll give it a shot. Me too. What did we roll in addition to our stat? A D10. A D10. Yeah. I got a total of dice. I got a total of seven. Seven. All right. This is a simple task. So you are going to pass. Um, as you examine the area around the base of the tower, the only prints that you find are boot prints and small critters, much like yourselves, but probably squirrels. Aha. Was mold to death by squirrels on the list? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, it should be. I have that a question for absolutely. you. I have a question for you, Jack. You, you said this is your sister. She's a force of nature. Uh, her name is Frida. I assume she is a a, a a cold being of sorts, ice magic and the like. Am I correct in that? Oh, yeah. Um, we both are. So every every season has two elemental beings, one of them representing the whimsical, carefree side of the season and the other representing the the the, the harsh realities. She's the harsh reality side of winter. Ah, so would would she be susceptible to ice magic then, being an incarnation of winter itself? It would be very hard to find anyone more powerful at ice magic than her. Uh, she is weak to fire magic, though. I'm going to cross off Frost's Embrace, the spell to resurrect those who succumbed to ice magic. That was my thought. And also her house hasn't burned down very clearly because we are standing in front of it. So she didn't die in a house fire either. And they don't always consume the exterior. I'm going to hold off judgment. That's fair. I am going to ask, was she old? Oh, millennia old. <laughs> Is she immortal? Yes. And we can take out old age. <laughs> <laughs> Crosses off, ageless rebirth, resurrects someone who died of old age. All right. We're halfway there. We are. <laughs> Honestly, I think we really need to think about these squirrels. Uh, anything innocent tends to really hate her. Babies, animals, everything. <laughs> oh well, I, I'm not terribly innocent and I hate her. She turned me into a, a woodland creature. Well, she's not nice. <laughs> Is she so not nice that someone might push her off a cliff? Do we see her body outside of the tall tower? <laughs> She is not on the ground outside her tower. <laughs> I'm, I'm crossing off cliffhangers return. Resurrects those who fell off a cliff. <laughs> okay, we crossed off like several there. I think like four. Good job, guys. Yeah, we're good at this. Well, laugh, we get inside and it's like another dimension where there's horses and cliffs everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, let's try. <laughs> All right. Who's leading the way? I think we should let Jack lead the way since he's been here before. Yeah. Uh, her room's at the top. So I lead the way up the spiral staircase. Um, yep. <laughs> what do I find? Up and 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 up. It's a real tall tower, y'all. Um, by the time you get to the top, you are all heaving and exhausted, but you have made it to the top where you find her glorious, grand, tall study. It opens right up into the study and you see like four story tall like bookshelves you see like ice sculptures all of frida of course i'm i'm <laughs> picturing a mix between beauty and the beast and elsa precisely yeah that is exactly it's what mostly is going elsa. on here yeah. yeah yeah it's mostly elsa with a little beauty and the beast and you don't find a roaring fireplace because she abhors fire. And then you see that there are two more sets of spiral staircases that would lead up to various rooms within the tower. It's all about the drama. So you said she's in, she is in this room? Her dead body's here? She is not in the study itself, but that's okay. where these stairs open up into. Do we see any other clues? Anything does does anything look out of place to yeah, Jack, who's been here? Yeah, if you're looking for something specific, let me know, or just give me a clever roll, and I will give you some so, additional information. With me being a crow, and crows being part of the Corvid family, which are carrion eaters, mm -hmm. I assume I can smell a dead body pretty well. Ooh, can I that's follow the smell of yeah. a dead body? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it is up the staircase on the right, uh, which leads you to her, her boudoir. Well, before we move on, I'm just going to let the group know. I can. I think I smell her up those stairs. I don't know if we want to do anything down here before we go upstairs, but I feel like uh, if we go up, we'll find her body. Yeah, I rolled in the, uh, 11 total. Um, does anything look out of place compared to the last time I saw this room? So nothing seems out of place. I mean, she's a very orderly person, so everything is usually put back exactly where it belongs. The one thing you do notice, however, is some scraping marks along the floor on the western wall of the study. And it leads into a small crevice. Oh, I'm going to explore that. And as you uh, stick your little snout in the crevice, uh, you can see that there is a small wooden box. Oh, I'll use my, my mage hand to pull it out. So you use your mage hand, you pull out the little box. Question for the DM. Yes. Whenever we use magic, I just read the rules, we're supposed to be adding one danger to our rolls ah uh, yes I have used, thank you i have used, <laughs> does does talking to the guy count as one use magic or should that so, have counted as more than one it is that using magic is always dangerous so it should be rolled and if you ever roll lower than your danger score on 
Yeah. If you, okay, that's how it goes. So the way that this works is if you do something that's dangerous, casting magic is always dangerous, and you fail, you get a danger point. If you ever roll beneath your danger point, something really bad happens. So we should roll a d10 every time we use magic. Every time you use use magic. magic. Yes. So I will roll my d10. So right now, but how do you get your first danger point? point then because right now i'd have to roll above a zero uh no if you fail the task that was dangerous you get a danger point gotcha so yeah you got a one so that is going to fail casting the magic hand so you will get one danger point oh should i roll for the book reading itself aloud yeah, let's let's do those historic rolls just for the I don't, purposes I don't mean to, like, of the mechanics. The f- I didn't mean to ruin the fun or anything. I no, just no, I remember no. that mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that mechanic. This the rules are a page long, and you're still like, what are what are they again? <laughs> well, I fall into the problem of oh, it's only a page long. I'll skim it. Remember it. Wherever the long yep. one, I spend like the week leading up to it reading. At least mm-hmm. one page of rules every day. <laughs> yep, that's how it goes. Um, okay, so we got one danger point for Jack Frost. Um, and unfortunately, you're not going to be able to cast that on your first attempt. But you can always attempt again. Um, I think this mechanic is just to limit just con- constant usage of magic. Yeah, I'm not going to do that again. I got a yeah. four on mine. And right. a five. All right, so those are going to pass the simple tasks that they were. So we have zero danger? Correct. Okay. And I have one danger? Yep. Okay. Um, Jack is very surprised because he he's, he is not used to magic hurting. Um, <laughs> and he's just, he's just going to use his little paw and boop that box open. All right. When oh, it says you can lower your danger by solving or running away from your problems. Yes. I love that. <laughs> Either one works. It's fine. <laughs> so I I think like as scenes progress, you'll probably like reduce your danger. Um all right. So as you bump open that box, you are going to find a small silver amulet. On this amulet, you can see that there is a sigil engraved with a blackened heart-shaped flame. Hmm. Does this look similar to the Sexy Battle Wizard's jewelry box? It does not. Hmm. Do I recognize it? Um, I am going to have you roll a clever, um, and I'm also going to pivot up to Ignatius. Can you, can you describe that, uh, um, amulet one more time? It's a silver amulet with what? It is a heart-shaped flame. Like, is the butt a heart, or is the head a heart? What? (laughs) Okay, like, is the part that touches the wick the butt? The heart shape, or is the top, like, near the ceiling, the heart shape? Oh, yeah, the wick is the bottom of the heart, so then the flames would, like, lick up the sides of the heart and kind of curl back in on themselves. Okay. 
I'm not going to attempt to draw it because my drawing skills are not good. <laughs> and also, we're in an uh, an auditory medium, so <laughs> yes, theater exactly. of the mind. <laughs> um. All right. So, Ignatius, mm-hmm. you have flown up the right stairwell, which is going to lead into her boudoir. It's pretty easy to find her body laying on the ground in the middle of the boudoir. She is in a pool of blood. So she's not not charred or squished? No char marks, no squish marks. Uh, She is covered in uh, like really luxurious silks though that are kind of all like wrapped over and layered on top of her. Ignatius yells down the stairs, Barbara, you can scratch off fire. <laughs> I yell Point back, does she have a knife in her back? Does she? You don't see a knife sticking out of her back. Um, She is face down, though. I'm going to move the silks and things around with my beak to try to get a look <laughs> at her back and see if there's a wound back there. I have no respect for a dead woman who changed me into a crow. In fact, I yeah. poop on her body as I'm doing this. <laughs> Point of clarification, boudoir is a fancy word for bedroom, correct? It's kind of, yes. Um, if you only had a bedroom, you could get away with calling it a boudoir. But it is more often, in really fancy places, a- an adjacent room to a bedroom and or kitchen <laughs> that women will spend time in historically am i in her sex room right now <laughs> or is it like a makeup room it's kind of like a makeup room in in many historical uh contexts a sitting room with like your makeup and your perfumes okay. and like your activities you're like solo activities that you would kind of like if you wanted to like step away from a social gathering and just kind of spend some time in your boudoir so for a rugged manly man it would be called the drawing room the drawing room or the (laughs) den yes (laughs) yes those are those are the gendered equivalents yes (laughs) um so does she have uh, a wound on her back so I am going to have you make a fierce roll um, to have the strength to actually rearrange her clothing. Ooh, a nat 10. So 11 total. Gorgeous. Um, I was placing it as a simple task. So you are going to succeed. Um, so as you start to pull back the layers of her luxurious silks, um, you are going to start to notice that they are soaked with blood and they're kind of like sticking to her back. And eventually you do get to a point where there's a tear through one of them. And that seems to be the source of the blood. So I'm going to call downstairs and uh, let them know like, hey, guys, I think I think I figured out how she died. I'm, I'm fairly certain she got uh Stabbed in the back. Sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think I figured out why Mr. Uh, Lockett was the one who may be cursed to bring her back to life. 
perhaps he was the one stabbing her in the back. Maybe. I mean, not that I care too terribly much. And Jack, what was that clever roll? Five total. Five total. You are racking your little fox brain, and you cannot place where you've seen the symbol before, but you have seen it. You've seen it, and you have you have a bad feeling about it. There's like a pit in your stomach. You just can't recall why. Okay. Well, what does the book say? The book opens itself to Backstabber's Reckoning and reads itself aloud. Description. Resurrects those who were fatally stabbed in the back. Ingredients. The eyes of the murderer. I hope you guys are writing this down. Oh. Yeah, this is stuff we gotta gather. The eyes of the murderer. Okay. A vial of enchanted tears. Okay. Lastly, a blade-shaped obsidian stone. And the ritual is, we set a silver dagger in the chest of the deceased into the convenient dagger spot. Well, the, the we stop, place... it's in the back of where she got stabbed. We'll have to stab her a second time. Maybe. I feel like maybe Jack's willing to do that. We place the eyes of the murderer in her hands, and we shed a vial of enchanted tears onto her forehead. Then we speak the incantation not provided, and as the ritual concludes, the eyes dissolve into mist. So question then, <laughs> I, I assume the blade-shaped obsidian stone, it was, it was a typo that set the silver dagger in the chest? Is that supposed to be an obsidian dagger? Uh-uh. Uh, yes, that's, that is a, that's a typo. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> so at so least we- Silver we or obsidian? Obsidian. Okay. We set so, the obsidian dagger in her chest. We put the eyes of the murderer in her hands, and then someone has to cry for her, which in Norse mythology, there was a god who, no, it's fun. Anyway, is that, <laughs> is it similar, GM? Uh, yeah, that is one way to do it. Sweet. Okay. But they have to be enchanted tears, right? Yes. Yeah. How do we enchant them? How do we figure out That's who a murdered her so we have to cut their eyes out? That too. I mean, I'm pretty sure I know who did it. What? <laughs> it's the only other person we have met today. <laughs> wow. And we had to figure out how this moron got into the tower in the first place. I'm pretty sure she let him in. And he killed her would be my assumption. Wow, I'm never going to read a will to you ever. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I think we should start with a rock. Can we get a rock, guys? I think we can handle that. (laughs) Well, we are near a rather large city. I'm sure someone in Nicomore sells blade-shaped obsidian stone. And uh, he was kind enough to leave us with a big bag of gold, and I can talk to humans, so I assume... We could probably buy one of those with little effort. It's also a rock. We, we, you know, I mean. Well, obsidian is a specific kind of rock. Are there active volcanoes? Or were there, are there volcanoes near Nicomoy? Yeah, there's the Safi volcano. Oh, well, then we probably could go find a, a, a dagger-shaped uh, obsidian stone. I'm sure Edna has some, too. Yeah. We're good. We Rock covered. Eyeballs, though. Um, so if that's you, gonna be the hard part. Yeah, if he didn't kill her, you'll have cut out his eyeballs. Well, pecked out. 
Presumably. <laughs> Ignatius is like, this is fine. <laughs> Look, I'm chaotic neutral and... Uh... <laughs> I see eyes, I peck. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, really dressed as a crow, they could never even really pin it on me. It would just be a crazy crow attack in the middle of the city. <laughs> There is no downside here for me. Looks into the history of raccoon crime. <laughs> I will neither confirm nor deny that there has been an uptick in raccoon crime in Nicomoy. The weapon was gone, right? Correct. Okay. Does your um, sister have any sort of security or like anybody else that lives here? Well, normally she is the security. I she she she's essentially a god. Um, not enough. Would, yeah, <laughs> not not quite, but close. So, it would have to be either someone very powerful or someone that she trusted. In her boudoir. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking she knew they were there because she's powerful, right? So, of those two options, was the killer powerful enough to overwhelm her? Or were they trusted? The location of the boudoir implies that it wasn't their power, it was their trust that let them stab her in the back. I agree. Plus she was stabbed in the back and not the front. That was what I was going to say too, yeah. Um, Does she look like she was dressed for a company of a romantic persuasion? Um... So I'm going to say Jack would be... So to you, sure. Like, this seems pretty sexy. But to Jack, he's just like, no, that's just what she wears. Just how she is. <laughs> I just, just how figured, she is. I just figured maybe Mr. Gill was a, uh, you know, a boy toy of some kind. Because there's no denying he is attractive. <laughs> he's were... just really dumb. You were so hung up on this will reader. Okay. Hey, Honestly, Jack. it's possible. Jack. You mentioned another name, someone that she knew. The... Oh, yeah, Edith. Edith. Did she trust Edith? Yes. She, uh, Edith is uh, the paragon of fire. She uh, worked with my sister to create the, the sexy battle wizard um, empire to sort of spread her brand of justice around the world. I'm getting a heat miser, um, yeah. white Christmas vibe from this. Am I? I'm Mister. Yeah, not quite. Think more Batman and Robin. Okay, they weren't equals. Edith was a regular person before you know Frida empowered her. Gotcha. Is that she's also <laughs> she's also not immortal. She's she's old. She's on her way out. Is there anyone else that would have? That your sister trusts that would have uh, a motive to kill her? Or just list everybody she trusted. List everybody. She, well, she probably trusted Edith. I'm not sure how much she really trusted any of the, the men she spent time with. She didn't like close connections. Mm. You? No, actually, that's really sad. Oh, I know she doesn't trust me. <laughs> Look at what yeah. she did to me. Yeah. Well, I no. think... We should perhaps investigate the other staircase. Are there any, is there anything else out of place in her boudoir? Um, I think when you come to her boudoir, you do notice that uh, she's on the floor near a short stool, like a poof. 
uh, that's at like a perfume counter. And there are a couple things knocked about there that like maybe she had something in her hand that she was doing. And then when she got stabbed in the back, uh, she kind of like knocked off stuff from the desk. Um, other than that, there's like a change of clothes that seems that was recently worn but changed out of that's like wrapped over one of those like partition walls what does that set of clothes look like (sighs) um it's a little lacier and a little skimpier almost as if she was having romantic connections could also just be what she slept in so there was like perfumes knocked off on the thing you said? Yes. Hmm. So it's just perfumes on top of the dresser? Yeah. Perfumes and like a couple like little like a mirror and like a brush and like little like indulgences. Are there any other flat surfaces in the room nearby? Yeah. There's like a, an armoire. There's like her whole like closet of clothing um but like if she someone has... had something in their hand right and yeah. they were in the room and they set something down are there any other surfaces to set things down like if someone carried a new item into the room with them uh they could there were there's okay. like a little chaise there's like side tables like, are we just taking every excuse we can to throw in French words? I, <laughs> yes, of I don't course. know what any of these things are. <laughs> There's a bidet. No. <laughs> There's a bidet. No, I'm kidding. There's not a bidet in this room. There's um, a croissant. A croissant. That's in the water closet, the double vase. Um, <laughs> Oh no, goodness. Frida doesn't do that. Frida would never. Um, anyways, <laughs> yes, this is a really fancy room. Your sister is very pompous and fancy and indulgent. And so this room is like basically like she can just lounge in here all day long, just like indulging herself and never talk to anybody. <laughs> Ignatius is trying to use the fancy words. Like, he fits into rich society, but it's very clear he just looked these words up, like, a month ago. (laughs) Ah, yes, the Chez Lounge, I believe, is right over here. Yeah, don't feel bad. We call that a couch. Oh, is it (laughs) C-H-A-I-S-E? Yeah, it's a it's a uh, you know, long I know that chair <laughs> that you can like lay into. Yeah, oh, I just didn't know how that was said. Yeah, okay. yeah, I thought that was a chase lounge, dude. <laughs> oh no, it's a chaise. <laughs> of course, but of course, of why course, not? But of course. Uh, all right, so somebody was in here with her because knives mm-hmm. are inserted at melee range. Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, now wait. None of us you are- said. Real quick, yeah. you said Edna's really old, right? Yeah. Would she have the strength to kill a demigod with a knife? She's very robust. Okay. Um But I, I'm still not <laughs> sure about this knife business. I don't know. Thinking back to when we talked to Gilbert, or Gil, did he look... <laughs> Like he had blood on... I am! (laughs) 
Yeah. Did he have blood so, on him when he hired us? <laughs> he, he was disheveled. He him. was disheveled. He did look a bit disheveled, and he was very frantic. Like he just killed someone? <laughs> or like he was in the midst of amorous activity? I'm not going to speculate for you. <laughs> well, let's just say we need some eyes, and he's got okay. eyes, so... <laughs> I mean, let's get everything else in order, and then we'll peck out his eyes and try them first. And if that doesn't work, we'll move on to Plan B. Oh my gosh! <laughs> All right. Sh- have I already shown you guys the locket? I assume we saw it. Oh, that's true. That 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 might be important. We found something else. <laughs> <laughs> There's a clue. Yeah, it does seem pretty um, out of place. Do either? Yeah. Do either me or Barb recognize the symbol? Uh, let's do a clever check. I feel like I should share my screen with you, so you know I'm not lying. I rolled another ten. Lovely. I love it. Nice. All right. Um, yeah, and he's clever. It was a total of what? twelve because I got. I have two and clever. Yeah, oh, he, wow. he, he did the thing. <laughs> I am your guy. All right. All right. So you recognize this as a calling card. You've heard rumors of these around Nicomoy, this particular calling card. And it's something that your fellow guild member has told you about, Kitchy. Uh, this is a well-renowned witch hunter. Cornelius Darkbane. Oh. All right, so it might not have been Gil, guys. I'll, I'll back off on that uh, accusation. Um, It's kind of weird that she trusted him. Yeah, witch hunter. What was his name again? Cornelius Darkbane. Because vibes. <laughs> <laughs> he must be, like, pretty. Pretty people get away with stuff. Do we yeah. have and do we have any idea? You said he's a famous witch hunter. Do any of us know what he looks like? You might not know exactly what he looks like, but you've probably heard uh, varying descriptions of people who say they've encountered him. Uh, none of them are particularly consistent, but there is a. Um, singular trait that people seem to always have in their description and that is a scar that rides up their right arm from their wrist to their elbow okay so he's hot or frida wouldn't have trusted him i mean (laughs) i know what he looks like are you ready for this yeah this this is this is uh, a thing that my friend sent me on Instagram not too long ago. Let me just share this with you guys. This is this is a Dracula. But is it in the Facebook chat? Um, I don't know how to. It's on Instagram. Screen cap. <laughs> oh. This is Dracula. Okay. Dracula. Nice to meet you. Yeah, that's him. You know he's going to kill you, but you kind of want him to. Oh, my. Look, I'm a straight guy who's not into vampires, and I would. <laughs> right? He's You're like, you can guy. bite me. Okay. Yeah. I mean, buy me a drink first, but... 
He's got better boobs than a lot of ladies do. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry, that <laughs> <clip> seemed appropriate. <laughs> okay, he looks like that, officially canon. <laughs> All right, canon, this person that nobody has ever seen. Well, uh, I would also like, looks to, like that. The muscles do like this say... thing where they go in. You know, like you can see the <laughs> arch of the muscle and then like there's an arch of another muscle next to it. And you're like, there's okay. like multiple muscles there? What? Yeah. <laughs> I just if love that... the arching as he's like languishing against the doorway. <laughs> oh I mean, gosh. I would just like to say if that is Canada, that's how he looked. He is blonde and beautiful, much like Gil. Oh just... my gosh. <laughs> mm. Dylan Gil is thin and in his late 40s. <laughs> But he has this charming smile and this perfectly quaffed hair. Yes, and yeah. his muscle Gil mass is, is decreased. <laughs> Gil is cute in a way that old ladies like. Uh, apparently this, what, Darkbane, that's his name? Yeah, no, he's the way everybody likes. Well, I mean, you said she runs sexy battle wizards, and could it be he was in here for things other than uh, what normally a boudoir is used for? Elaborate. Perhaps they were discussing business. Perhaps he was going to kill uh, Gil. We still don't know why Gil was picked. That's really why I'm confused here. It's a fair point. She's not technically a witch. Right. And you you also said she values talent. And from everything I have seen, Gil is talentless. I'm going to get a rock. Okay, guys? I got to get a rock at this point. (laughs) Rock must be gotten. I'm going down the stairs. All right, I think Bob doesn't like me talking about Gil anymore, so let's try to find this witch hunter guy. I'll take Gil's eyes, but I'm just saying, I'm just doing that for fun. (laughs) That's just a bonus pair. (laughs) Uh, So you clump your way down the stairs with your little hooves. Yeah, Um, do I see a vial of enchanted tears on the way? Because otherwise I'm outie. Uh, well, I, I mean, if you want to explore the rest of her tower, you can look for ingredients. Let's go up the other. We at least should explore the other room we haven't been in yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. All right. Okay. So that one is her laboratory that has all of her like alchemy. She has lots of like spell books and potion books up there. And there is one that is particularly laid out on the work table. Does it say my murderer's eyes? (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't say that. Make it read itself. It reads itself aloud. Roll your dice. Oh Oh, my goodness. Okay, I'm rolling a d10. (laughs) I got a four on the d10. I don't know what I add to that. Um... uh... Oh, that is fair. I don't know if it actually specifies what you roll for a spell. Um, I will let you explain how they work. Um, I feel like it's probably a clever, but if you want to persuade me into another stat, I will be okay with that. No, that's fine. Uh, That's a five overall then? All right. A five overall... Um, does unfortunately fail. So you do feel a little bit of a zip mm. um, as you're like zapped by the reverb of the initial cast of the spell. You're always welcome to try again, uh, but you do have one point of danger. Ooh, this book has laryngitis. 
because that's a spell, I assume none of us can read in our woodland form. Am I correct in assuming that? <laughs> um, that was not my assumption, but definitely makes the reading process quite a bit easier. Um, I think you could potentially like fumble your way through a book with your uh, beak and hoof situation. Uh, <laughs> but it's going to be an arduous task. Well, we're just reading potion bottles and things right now, right? Uh, so this was a book, but there is also potion bottles oh, okay, up top as well. Okay. If you if you would like to be flying around looking at her shelves of ingredients and potion bottles. I am um, looking around for anything that. that says enchanted tears. All right. Um... So I I think we can do that with either a quick or a clever. Clever is better for me. All right. I will say the traits um, are not the most intuitive for me. <laughs> Total of four. Total of four. So you are going to be scanning this uh, these shelves, and there are just like rows of it so like you know how downstairs there were like four story tall bookshelves we've got the same situation up here it's like four stories of ingredients with like these spindly little ladders that go all the way up that look completely unused because she doesn't climb up the ladders she just flies anyways you are also flying around but you're having such a hard time reading the labels behind other bottles because there's like just so much stuff stuck uh, stuffed on these shelves um but you don't find anything that says enchanted tears well i'm out of ideas tell gil you're gonna cut his eyes out and when he cries bottle it and then cut his eyes out <laughs> wait why are we cutting his eyes out now Ignatius really wants to. <laughs> no, I wanted to find the murderer's eyes, and if his happened to be a, uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for, uh, collateral damage, so be it. It was a good guess. Well, I guess we could assume, if we're trying to find the witch hunter gentleman, that he will presumably have two eyes, so we can rule out anybody with an eye patch. Wh why? <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, we, we gotta got, find her murderer. We got, we got Edith, we got Cornelius... We got Gil. Somebody's losing some eyes. Let's read this book. Um, I have hooves, so I just kind of like stomp on the ground. Yeah. So I, you... I'm gonna try again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I see the I see the value of reading the book aloud now that I have hooves. But I'm gonna do it really <laughs> quickly. <laughs> Beautiful. I don't know how that is quick. Um, I want it to be like speed reading when the pages flip really fast mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that's oh, my right. well of course i rolled a 10 okay Never mind. <laughs> it doesn't matter perfect so yeah you get this book going it's like blah, 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 and you just like are hearing the keywords going and you're just you're listening for like the names of the potions um so i did provide you with a, a pdf document that includes some uh, potions that are Mighty beast growth yeah. serum, ethereal veil elixir, eye dislodging drought, 
for Ignatius, Venomous Whisper Elixir, Charm Weaver's Enchantment Brew. We've got five potions. We can be invisible. We can be giant. We can be charisma. We can make someone's eyes fall out. And we can poison someone to death. Well, I'm feeling the giant. I'm feeling the giant, but I'm also feeling like making somebody's eyes fall out would probably be beneficial for getting the murderer's eyes for the spell. Because I could try to pluck someone's <laughs> eyes out, but I've never done it with my mouth before. I've usually had tools of some sort, so I might be at a disadvantage in this situation. Okay, on the shelf, do you see an extract of nightshade berries, ground mandrake root, and the essence of the weeping willow? Do I, GM? Give me a clever. A total of six. All right, a total of six uh, is a simple task. So you are going to find the nightshade extract and a black widow spider venom bottle. Oh, uh, the spell below that. Oh, yes. Sorry about that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm looking at my own stuff and reading the wrong section. Okay, so you are going to find uh, the uh, weeping willow and the mandrake root. Oh, okay. um, You still will need to find an extract of nightshade berries. Bob, being a, a, a potionista yourself, could we find the extract of nightshade berries ourselves, or do we need to continue to dig around in her, uh, her stash? Are there Italian restaurants near us? <laughs> I think we've established in <laughs> episodes that I've been in that there are Italian restaurants. So Don't worry. Yes. <laughs> we've got some extract of nightshade berries. We call it Is pizza that... sauce. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, Those are nightshades. Are the, uh, yeah, in the nightshade family. We could get some eggplant parm and be double nightshade. <laughs> We're going I eggplant parm for that one, Jim. Love this so much. I did not know this. I'm taking your word for it. Um, and yeah, I'm going to say that you think that could work. <laughs> we think that could work. So we think that could work. We got to swing by the volcano to pick up a rock. And then we yep. got to swing by uh, Papa Giano's to pick up some pizza sauce. <laughs> <laughs> and then pluck out someone's eyes. Sounds like a full <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> we also don't, we don't yet know what the, the words are we're supposed to say. Wait, is it, can we do this or does Gil have to do all this? Because didn't uh, she cast yeah. a spell on him? She did cast a spell on him. Um, I don't remember exactly how he worded it. He might not know exactly how she worded it. So, unsure. Well, maybe we should go back and talk to Gil. Because he's connected enough he might know where this famous witch hunter is. And regardless, we can ask him about uh, if, if, well, I guess he he doesn't know if he has to do it or not. But at this point, I'm going to say his eyes are safe for the time being. <laughs> okay. Rock? Paper? Well, oh, get the rock. Okay. <laughs> was, was the rock in here? 
I don't no, think you've I've not seen obsidian found, rock yet. Yeah, you've not found obsidian rock in her tower. Okay, uh, let's but go do you know where yeah. to get one? Let's go get a rock, a... guys. Okay. We okay. all ride all right. on Barb's back again? Yeah. Yeah. Gorgeous. Um, and somebody who is uh, better with the geography of the surrounding region of Nikomoi, uh, explain what the trip towards this volcanic region is. Normally we would get on a train, but <laughs> I'm a miniature pony right now. All right, all right. They probably yeah. have stock trains we could we could hop on. I'm gonna send you guys a link in the chat. Um, basically, it is not close, close. It's just that normally you can ride a train to it. <laughs> well, then perhaps we should just go into the city and buy one then. Yeah. Because we've only got 24 hours before Gil dies. Oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah. We need his eyes. Okay, so let's... (laughs) (laughs) Potentially, potentially. And we can stop by in a certain restaurant (laughs) if we go into town. All right. Definitely. So I run into Nikimoi, Mm -hmm. a miniature pony with a crow and and an arctic fox on their back. Yes. These are things that happen in Nickaboy, right? <laughs> yes. They're just wondering where the otters are because they feel like they're going to have to fight the otters soon. <laughs> otters everywhere in Nickaboy. Oh, no. All right. So you run into Nickaboy and you're looking for like a crystal shop, fancy rock shop, or a blacksmith, or what are you, what are you, what vibe are you going for? F- obsidian? I'm actually going to go to like a medical supply shop because scalpels are made of obsidian. Really sharp ones are. In are medieval they? times, yeah, definitely. I mean, like, they're even, sharp. In yeah, modern, yeah. even in modern times, they can get them sharper than they can uh, metal. Okay. Oh. I buy it. All right. Um, so, with that, we're going to say that it's pretty easy to find a shop. Um, that sells medical supplies. This is the city, anyways. Um, and how, yeah, how are you approaching this shop? Are you just, like, walking right on in? First, we gotta swing by the Fire Breathing Kittens Guild Hall to pick up that bag of gold that, uh, Gil dropped mm. for us, because we gotta pay for this. Mm-hmm. Um, we just look at Gil, we, we put two fingers towards our eyes and two <laughs> fingers towards his, and then we walk out. <laughs> He just like raises a glass to you as you uh, walk in and it goes back to whatever he was doing. He's like, he he's taken out a comb and he's like re-quaffing his hair and like powdering his nose and having a drink and just, just sitting back. He's He gave you money. You're going to take care of it. He's confident that money will solve his problems. <laughs> <laughs> and you grab the right. gold. <laughs> I think I, yeah. I don't disagree so, with his life view. <laughs> I vote we just play it straight. I'll walk in, ask for the scalpel, pay it, and we'll leave. All okay, right. Crow, let's try that. <laughs> so I'm still riding on Barbara's back as we walk in, obviously. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so Barbara's able to push open the door. Uh, yeah. <laughs> little bell Barbara... rings over the door as we walk in. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, and when you first enter, there's nobody at the front desk, but 
upon hearing the bell, you see this like shrewish looking woman in a beige apron come out. She has her hair tied up into a messy bun. She has these like really thick uh, lensed glasses um, and her hands are like clasped in front of her uh, and, and she squints. And she just kind of, she takes her glasses off a little bit and then puts them back down. And she goes, oh, I thought I was seeing that. Can I help you? Yes, I need one obsidian scalpel, please. Magic roll. Magic Mm -hmm. is always dangerous. Oh, yes. (laughs) Thank you for catching that. A six? Wait, did I fail to roll in my book? No, I rolled. Okay, I was No, dead. you did, yeah. Okay, okay. Okay. Wait, did you roll the second time? Yeah. That oh, was yes. the 10. Yeah. That was the 10. Uh, all right, a six is going to pass. Um, so she can understand what you're saying. You don't get hurt by your spell. Great. Um, <laughs> a scalpel. Um, and I'm assuming you're paying with whatever's in that pouch. That would be a safe assumption, yes. Ah, okay. That That's a pretty easy ask. What brings you to Nickaboy? As she is, like, going to the back room. <laughs> <laughs> um, y- you know, uh, doctoring and things. You know what crows do. Uh, trying to find a couple people to go with me. We'll call it an attempted murder. Get it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Interesting. And then she comes back just like a little, a couple moments later, and she's like, I I have this scalpel. Is this sufficient? Is it shaped like a dagger? Kind of? It's daggerish, yes. Then, uh, sure, I guess that'll work. All right. I think I usually sell these for like five silver. Is that, is that, you have enough in there? Um, I, I assume that there's more than five silver in... Oh, oh yeah, 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 It's, like, like a substantial amount of money. It's, like, a thousand gold. Like, <laughs> it's, like, a ridiculous amount of money. Ignatius is just gonna <laughs> grab a couple of coins and, like, if you've ever seen a bird just, like, toss pretty things around, he's just gonna take out, like, ten or fifteen gold and just kind of, like, toss it to her and be like, I hope that covers it. Oh, yes, yes, of course, of course. So here you go. Um, please do come back any time. I would uh, love to do business with you again. I'll keep that in mind. Yes. Um, all right. <laughs> Ignatius leaves, and I ask, so did you make her cry? I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I could, but I don't think those would be enchanted tears. Those would just be mean tears. Can I don't later. know. She might. She might be crying tears of joy right now. He's gonna. <laughs> Ignatius is gonna hop back in and be like, "Hey, you don't have any enchanted tears laying around, do you?" Uh, so as you enter, you see that she's like crawling on the ground, like picking up the coins. One's like rolled under the desk. She says, "Huh, enchanted tears? Uh, no, can't say that I do. It's not usually used for the healing arts." Do you know where we could find some enchanted tears? Uh, I mean, who keeps that type of thing, like, on hand? Um, 
That's a... Well, I mean, I'm, I suppose you could probably make it or something. I, I really don't know how that works. Are they right. magical beings that, that they could be considered chanted, and yes? I suppose that that's a fair point. He hops out of the room and goes, hey, guys, we're all enchanted right now. Oh. Uh, oh. Uh. <laughs> this is very to Norse. Make each other cry. This is very Norse mythology. Okay, I got to share the story now. Okay, so there is this god that everybody loved except for one person, right? Mm-hmm. And so when they died, <laughs> very sad. Everyone was sad. And so they were like, we want them back from death. You know, made the petition. Can we bring them back? And then the person deciding yes or no was like, well, if everybody wants them back and everybody cries for them, then sure, they can come back from death. But you have to make sure everybody cries. If, if there's one, if the jury's not unanimous, you know, we will acquit. <laughs> and so um, most people cried, right? Pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Well-loved God, right? Everybody loved this person, except for one person. <gasps> so they didn't get to come back from death. Anyway, so can all of us cry for her? Jack, are you going to cry for your, like... I mean, um. it never said it had to be for her specifically. Like, uh, I can just poke myself in the eye till I start to tear up and just collect that. Does that work? It never said it had to be tears of sorrow, did it? Oh, it just gosh. said enchanted tears. Look, I follow the recipe. <laughs> and wait, real point. quick. Does the, does the recipe say her murderer's eyes or could it just be yeah. murderer's eyes? Oh, her murderer's okay. Yeah, it's, it's the... The person who stabbed her specifically. Ah, well, it was a long shot. <laughs> <laughs> you okay. weren't just thinking of your own eyes, were you? <laughs> well, I I wouldn't call anything I have done murder per se, manslaughter perhaps, general mayhem definitely, but I wouldn't I wouldn't say murder necessarily. Okay, so I'm gonna get a vial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and this shopkeeper also sells vials, so you could like go back in. She'll yeah. give it to you without even charging you anymore. Sweet. Um. Okay, and then I guess we gotta cry into this thing. It sounds like Ignatius has a method. Poking himself in the eye. Um. How are you gonna cry, Jack? I mean, I guess we you all can poke to? me in the eye too. <laughs> You're not sad that your sister's dead? Uh, I'm more nervous for the world right now. I think she's going to take all of us out with her. Well, use that fear to summon up some tears so we can collect them in this here vial. Let's let's see if we can cry a little more naturally throughout the course of this adventure. <laughs> like, get really drunk and watch a soap opera? Uh, if that's what it takes. That's usually what it I takes. assume there's going to be some tear jerkers coming up here. <laughs> Look, just put on Rudy and it'll be fine. (laughs) I mean, Lord knows I cry at Disney movies plenty, so uh, put on something. Look, since I've had a kid, I've cried at uh, Princess Cruise Line commercials, so don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because they're expensive? 
No, there's one of like a guy carrying his daughter and it's just like, she's not going to remember the times on the beach. She's not going to remember having this great time with her family, but you will. And I, it got me. <laughs> it's the little things sometimes. Yeah. Oh, okay. A Sarah McLaughlin animal shelter commercial. There we go. That'll <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. get the tears rolling. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, I don't know. My character's kind of not compassionate. Barbara, imagine <laughs> your father goes bankrupt <laughs> and you're no longer wealthy <laughs> and you have to live in the poor house. She's crying. She's crying tears of sadness for herself. Barbara and you Phil. have to buy clothing from the thrift store. No! <laughs> We're basically just describing the plot of Two Broke Girls. Yeah. <laughs> I contribute my part. So Ignatius poked himself in the eye. I thought about being poor. And Jack, how did you end up crying? You thought about the world ending? Oh, um, he was yes. waiting for a more natural time to actually. Oh, okay. Instead right. of manufacturing right. tears, natural tears. Okay. You know the nature, the natural aspect of the tears might make them more powerful. This is good. Yeah, probably. Mine are genuine, though. <laughs> Genuine. (laughs) Uh, All right. So what? So now we just need to find out who the murderer is and take their eyes. You do still need some um, uh, nightshade essence. Oh yeah, let's go find the Italian joint. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I think this is our intermission time. Correct. All right. So with us today has been Jack Frost. I keep forgetting to use my little voice. (laughs) (laughs) Ignatius Cogbright. Look, I'm just saying if we have Gil's eyes just in case, it probably wouldn't (laughs) hurt anything. And Barbie Angeli. The thrift store. Goodbye. Today's mid-episode shout-out is from humanmade underscore net, who says, quote, This shout-out is for Mary from John. If ever we shall perish and become but specks of dust, I hope the wind carries us away to that place you've always loved. End quote. You can arrange for us to read your shout-out at firebreathingkittenspodcast.com. We have paperback and hardcover and ebooks books for sale on Amazon, and we've got audiobook adaptations of our adventures on Audible. We don't pay to advertise our show, so please tell people about us. Thank you. All right. There's not like a post-intermission thing, right? I just say hello, welcome back. <laughs> Usually we do a recap. Yeah, I mean... Oh, so yes, the, the recap. The level, Thank you. Yeah, the level of drunkenness <laughs> of the listener is never tested. We recount what happened in part one for them, whether or yes, not they need yes, it. Yes, yes, yes. All right, welcome back, listeners, to Fire Breathing Kittens, and we are going to do a recap, and that's going to be Ignatius. Okay, so we were hanging out in the Guild Hall, and uh, what what's your sister's name, Jack? Frida. Frida. Frida's ghost showed up and said she had died and turned us all into woodland creatures so that we wouldn't interfere. Uh, She said that she had a fail-safe protocol. Um, That is when Gil R. Lockett 
uh, showed up looking disheveled um, and said he had also been cursed by her and hired the fire-breathing kittens to solve the case and remove the curse from him. Um, after some back and forth, we decided to help him. Uh, we found Frida's tower in the woods, um, not in the ocean where Guildway originally said it was. <laughs> um, so we got inside uh, in her study. We found what we later f- found out to be the calling card of a famous witch hunter named uh, Cornelius Darkbane. Uh, we found Frida's dead body upstairs. Um, we had been ruling out ways she had been murdered uh, because her failsafe protocol uh had ways to bring her back to life um we discovered she was stabbed in the back she's wearing beautiful flowing robes and things in her boudoir uh we thought well i vehemently thought it was gildroy and wanted to go take out his eyes which was part of the potion not just for fun taking out his eyes <laughs> um both <laughs> well a little column a little column b um we just didn't see eye to eye. <laughs> yeah. Uh so um then we went into her potion room and found uh her recipe book and we are making the spell for eye dislodging drought um which we found mandrake root and essence of weeping willow in in the potion area uh, we realized we could get uh, extract of nightshade berries from a pizza place because uh, uh, tomatoes are part of the nightshade family. And we're getting an obsidian blade from a medical shop, which we now have. And then we all made ourselves cry for enchanted tears, which are all part of the potion to bring Frida back. Did I miss anything? That sounds good to me. All right. So now we are on our way to... An Italian pizzeria to get tomato sauce. Precisely. Now, is there a a particular pizza place (laughs) that you are all heading to? Slash, are you hoping to find a particular person to talk to? Nope, just generic pizza place. Cool, (laughs) I will run with that. All right. Ye old hut of pizza. Ye old hut of pizza. (laughs) Could we order this to be delivered to wherever it is that we also need to go? (laughs) <laughs> that is a great idea. Let's have it Big delivered to the brain. guild hall. <laughs> Big brain. Okay, how do we normally make orders in this world? Uh, is there a phone system? <laughs> there's no. there's stones of far speech and, you know, message spells and things like that. Yeah. Pizza I... store delivery and the phone are the same invention. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you order pizza by carrier pigeon. <laughs> Could we order it by carrier crow? Just tie a little note to my leg with some gold, drop it off, tell him to deliver it at the guild hall. We go back to the guild hall, interrogate uh, Gil about his connection with Frida, and if he knows anything about Cornelius, then the Zah shows up. We take a little bit of the sauce, have a lunch break, and then we go out and find this uh, witch, ki- <laughs> this witch hunter. <laughs> okay. Ignatius knows this is his last mission. Like he's only here to kill time, and he's having a great time doing it. <laughs> okay, Beautiful. as long as you only kill time. No, I'm kidding. And not- well, it depends. Well, we're killing somebody. 
Is is Gildroy's middle name Time? No. <laughs> Starts with an R. <laughs> we don't technically kill him if we give him the eye falling out potion, right? This is what the and, uh, the nightshade berries are for. Is because no, we just maim him. His the eyes potion description is quite vague. <laughs> Yeah, at, at this turn. point, I honestly don't think he is the one whose eyes we need. I just don't like him. I got to read this spell to you guys. I mean, the book does out loud. Do you remember remember how it read this out loud to you earlier, I say? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the eye dislodging drought. This nefarious potion is designed to incapacitate someone by causing their eyes to fall out. Once ingested, it triggers a temporary but intense swelling in the eye sockets, making the eyes pop out. While not lethal, it causes pain and immediate blindness, rendering the victim helpless. And so that's what this, we've got the mandrake root and the weeping willow we just need extract of nightshade berries for. So this might be a bit extreme of a question, but when they fall out, do we then have to disattach them or are they just like roll out and we're good to just scoop them on up? I haven't done this potion before, but let's find out. <laughs> Should we do a dry run? I guess not a dry run, but find another <laughs> nefarious person. <laughs> ah, we'll How just wing many it. people's eyes do you want? <laughs> <laughs> you started with Gil, and that was fine. But now I'm sensing an ulterior, grander motive. <laughs> I'm a little Look, concerned. I'm- I'm just enamored by the idea. <laughs> I think you saw the movie The Birds, that Hitchcock movie where the crows bit the eyes out. And the moment you became one, you became obsessed. <laughs> I will neither confirm nor deny my my desire to peck out a person's eyes. I will neither <laughs> confirm nor deny that has been a long-standing desire of mine. Here's what we do. We get that pizza set to deliver to Edith. We got to talk to her. Where was she the night of the murder? I don't know if it was a nighttime. Jack, mm. where does Edith live? Uh, Edith is usually found in the um, sexy battle wizard's tower. It is a floating castle. I look up. In the woods. Is it floating near Nicomoy? It, it, it moves. Um, so possibly. Is it above we, us? We <laughs> like the, right the this moment. <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of the city. No, it is not in the middle of the city. Okay, we get but the pizza, is... and then we go to the castle. Yeah. Ooh, we follow the pizza delivery man to the castle. I love it. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> is it a hidden base that we don't know where it is? No, it just flies, so it moves around. So how would the pizza guy know where it is? <laughs> They're magic. Okay. That is their own brand of magic. They have ye old Google Maps. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Uh, ye old pizza... Hut pizza? What did we say it was? I love the old hut, hut of pizza. pizza. <laughs> the ye old hut of the pizza has a particular brand of magic called ye old maps of the goggling. <laughs> and um, we are really making this up on the fly right now. Goggles uh, of mapping. <laughs> goggles of mapping. There we go. That's so much better than what I just said. So the goggles of mapping uh, are an invention of uh, this particular franchise. Um, and that is how they find their way to the delivery location. Um, Fire Breathing Kittens is a regular patron of this franchise. Um, all right, so your plan was to 
provide gold in a letter <laughs> to the pizza place. Yes. Yes. So right. real quick, can I just point out we've made an overpowered magical device that all we have to do is break into ye old hut of pizza and we can find anybody. <laughs> oh, we don't need to. We just send him a pizza. Oh, here we they, go. No, they would have to order it. <laughs> well, we're, we're ordering it for Edith and we're following the pizza guy to oh, eat it. Oh, that's fair. Oh, gosh. This is world breaking, everybody. <laughs> it's a good thing it's near the end of the season. <laughs> Yeah. Reset, come and do what you want. It's in beta, so it fails and is gone after this episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There's, there's a singular prototype, and Earl is the only one who's able to understand how to configure it for each uh, finding. It's goggle glass. <laughs> yeah, there yeah. you go. <laughs> so it's only for a short run, really doesn't catch on because it looks real stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Got glass maps. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> Sorry, I love puns in case you couldn't tell. Uh, I'm notoriously bad at them, so thank you. All right, so we are going to enact this plan, and I think I'm going to ask for a roll. Um, this feels like it has a bit of a physical component to it. Um, so I think I'm going to ask for fierce because you're going to have to fly with the coins, um, to deliver to the pizza place with the letter. And I add my number to it, right? Yes. Then that is an eight. An eight? Oh, goodness. Yeah, that's great. You do, you do just fine. Um, so... Uh, pizzas don't cost that much. So you probably throw in like one gold and you're good to go. Um, and you get to the pizza place. And what are you ordering? Like, what's this order say? I mean, cheese pizza with lots of extra sauce, extra, extra sauce. <laughs> <laughs> and a side of sauce. Beautiful. All right. Cool, 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 cool. It also has t enchanted tears, question mark. <laughs> Just in case. It's <laughs> a special request. Oh, like I, know right. you know, I know you don't normally do this, guys, but special request oh, for the kitchen. They work in food service. They do that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I even put, there's a great tip in it for you. Oh, my goodness. All right. Um, so you you wait for somebody to like open the door. You swoop on in. You land on the counter, and it's like one dude, one dude behind the counter. He's like going back and forth, taking pizzas out of things, putting them in boxes, making boxes, um, and like throwing them in bags, and then stacking them on a shelf. And they're just like precariously stacked on the shelf um you see another person with their the little goggle glasses um they keep coming in and out and in and out and they're like zipping by like this is i don't know what's going on but they're zipping in and out grabbing these pizzas going and it's like this like fast paced uh like assembly line situation between these two dudes um, and you sit on the counter for a little while and he doesn't seem to really notice you for, for, for like a good minute until he goes, 
Is that a crow? Shoo, shoo, get out of here. I hold up my leg with the note and the gold coin on it. A what? Let, let me... Oh, I guess I guess it's one of those kind of days. Uh, all right. So he goes on over. He unties the letter from your leg and grabs the coin. And he reads it. And goes, and he just looks back at the letter, back at you, back at the letter, and goes, "All right. Uh, are we good then? I have it in five minutes." Ignatius is going to use his magic at this point and say, "Thank you." <laughs> <laughs> I could have used it earlier. I rolled a three. Is that is that successful magic? That is not successful. <laughs> so then I screech at him and then you fly just away. Screech at him and fly away and take a point of danger. <laughs> Gorgeous. Oh, how um, much danger did right. you have? That's my first danger. Okay. I so. succeeded so far in talking to people. So sure enough, they are a like force to be reckoned with in terms of the expediency in which they are able to make, bake, and deliver pizzas. So within five minutes, you see, uh, I forget what I named the delivery person, uh, <laughs> but you Eugene, see him I with think? his. Eugene, yeah, with his little his stupid little glasses, comes on in, grabs the box of pizza that has Edith's name written on the side, um, and zips on out of the city towards the forest. You're able to follow him right on up to the floating base of the sexy battle wizards. Um... He uh, is able to call down. I believe there's like a ladder that can be called down. <laughs> if I don't, if Why I, I'm not mistaken. Why did we pizza the first time? This took us half an hour to figure out. <laughs> <laughs> so now yeah. any time in, in Fire Breathing Kittens that I have to get somewhere that I don't know how to get into, I'm just going to order a pizza there. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Um and then after the pizza is delivered, you see that Eugene uh, trips <laughs> and the glasses fling off of his face <laughs> and tumble down to the ground. And oh, you hear no. the distance, the crash of glass. And this item no longer <laughs> exists in this world. <laughs> oh. There, we fixed it. And All he right, drops everybody. his soon at the same time. <laughs> 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 oh my goodness oh my gosh okay so yeah you are you've arrived at the sexy battle wizards headquarters um and i believe it was like a castle right mm -hmm. is it it's like a castle situation yep. on top of this floating rock and yeah. has these like giant doors, like long, tall windows. And I think if you peek in through the window, you can see Edith sitting on a sofa in front of a fireplace. All right, go Ignatius. I'm not getting up a ladder anytime soon. All right, so I'm. <laughs> I didn't think about that. How would Barbara climb That's up? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, well, the first thing Ignatius is going to do, has uh, Edith opened the box of pizza? Because I, I need to make sure I get that extra sauce. Oh, yes. So you see that um, 
the doorbell he he rung the doorbell before his gla- he lost his glasses and so you see that she's like sitting by the fireplace reading a book and she's like she cocks her head she's like a little confused and she like gets up goes to the door and opens it uh looks down at the box of pizza sitting on the doorstep because this is no contact delivery of course <laughs> and picks up the box and opens it and she's like oh i didn't order this but it says on the receipt, fire-breathing kittens. I hope everything's all right. That's when Ignatius hops up, and I rolled an eight for my magic. Hey. Yeah, yeah, that'll do it. Hi, Edna. You probably don't know me, but I'm a friend of Jack Frost, and um, I just have a couple of questions to ask you about your whereabouts last night. Oh, dear. Oh, you're adorable. Do you mind... And she oh, like reaches towards you, um, and she's gonna give you some like little scratches under the chin, pet the top of your head a little bit. Ignatius My whereabouts? Uh, <laughs> when? When are you? Well, inquiring about last night, I believe, is uh, the time frame we are we are interested in. Oh well, last night I was here in the parlor reading a book. Was that book, perchance, How to Murder an Ice Goddess? No, it was Fifty Shades of Grey. Well, that's an interesting book, I suppose. Um, What are your thoughts on Frida? Frida, I mean, she's fine, I suppose. She's a powerful sorceress and has been a wonderful benefactor of the uh, sexy battle wizards for, well, millennia. So I kind of holler down the the thing and Woodland Creature like, hey, what questions do you guys have for her? Hey, Anna, you don't happen <laughs> to speak Woodland Creature, do you? Oh, I'm so sorry. I do not. Um, Ask her about the locket. Oh, hey, uh, so I have this locket. We think it's from Cornelius uh, Darkbane. Are you familiar with that, <gasps> gentleman? Mr. Darkbane, what have you gotten yourselves into? Well, I mean, I didn't really get myself into this. It kind of just appeared and turned me into a woodland creature. Um, But I-, I assumed that this witch hunter had killed her... But that's still, we're not quite sure yet. So that's where, that's where we're at right now. We're, we're, we're looking into it. She looks at you very quizzically and says, Cornelius killed Frida. No, well, that, that's, that's not our possible. Assumption that couldn't right be. There's no way. Not Frida. Why not? Well, he's a buffoon. I can't imagine that Cornelius could kill her. Well, it was a stab in the back. Real quick, apropos of nothing, could you take this knife right here and just stab it into something so I can gauge your strength of stabbing? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, completely uh, not not apropos, and it's a non sequitur. I just want to see how good you are at stabbing something. I mean, I'm quite skilled at it. Uh, I'm not going to deny that. So wouldn't you say he's a buffoon? First of all, what does he look like, and what kind of buffoonery does, are, we, are we discussing here? 
I mean, okay, if you had to pick him out of a lineup, he would be the tall glass of water with the gnarled scar from his wrist to his elbow, and he had this brooding look and a particularly quaffed moustache and chiseled jaw, muscly. You get the picture, right? Yes, I do, and you're giving me the ASMR shivers a little bit there with that. <laughs> um, are you familiar with Gil R. Lockett? Oh, goodness. I know, another buffoon. Um, mm. But it seems like Frida has cursed him to bring her back to life rather than someone she trusts like yourself. Do you have any idea why she would trust her reincarnation to a seeming nincompoop? Oh, that must be a chest. Of, of course, it has to be. There's no way. <sighs> Hopefully this will all clear itself up in a day or so. I'll probably get her message tomorrow. What, what message would you get from her tomorrow? You know, just explaining all of this. I'm sure she'll fill me in. So... Mm, she did. She, she's currently dead, and we're trying to rectify that so she doesn't, you know, wipe out all of mankind with her plan B. Or well, I guess not really mankind. Sentient beings on this planet. Um, But do you happen to know anybody she would trust enough to turn her back on in her own boudoir? Rita, that does not sound like her. There must be something that we're missing. What was her relationship with Cornelius Darkbane? And if the other woodland creatures have any suggestions, please do just shout them on up the ladder and I will translate them to her. Does she know mm -hmm. where Cornelius is? Just assume oh, I'm translating this. <laughs> I can point you in his direction. Um, she probably kept him at a distance. Didn't want to be acquainted. But... I'm sure there's no possible way that he actually murdered her. Isn't that what he does? It is, but usually lessers. Well, let me ask you this. Would it take some sort of special power to kill Frida, or could just any person with a knife stab her in the back? I would suppose, unless, unless they were somehow able to get her guards down... It would take some quite powerful magic. Do you know of anybody in this area that would have sufficient magic to kill her? In this region? Oh, uh, no. No. Well, guys, I'm out of ideas. Let's go interrogate Cornelius and get his eyes. But yes, I, I will point you to their little squatting hut. Excellent. And uh, I'm just going to take this extra pizza sauce here for uh, a potion we're working on. You can enjoy the pizza if you'd like. Oh, well, thank you. I do appreciate it. I was getting a little nibbly anyways. Well, enjoy it on on the fire-breathing kittens. And I pick up the tomato sauce with my mouth and kind of hop out and fly down the ladder. <laughs> Beautiful. And now you have a... <laughs> You have Essence of Nightshade, uh, so one more ingredient crossed off your list. So we have, oh wait, one other thing. I show her the, well, I tell her about the uh, um, protocol. I'm like, you don't happen to know the words of magic we need to say to bring her back, do you? 
Because <laughs> it just oh. says do the ritual. Oh, interesting. Um, potentially she wrote it in invisible ink. She sometimes was sneaky like that. How do we make said invisible ink visible? Oh, well, it's simple. Just hold it up to something cold. If it were me, it'd be fire, but it's not really her style. Thank you. So I fly downstairs and I'm like, hey guys, we didn't order a cold soda with this pizza, did we? We need something cold to read secret ink. We have something cold. We have Jack Frost. Oh, that's right. Am I still cold? You're an Arctic fox. Okay. <laughs> sure. I, <laughs> I will shiver next to it. Yes. So you press yourself against the um, words of the book and you see underneath in like this scrawling script, um, some incantation starts to appear. Okay. I'm, I'm going to hold the calling card of Cordelia's dark bane next to him just to see. You never know. Does anything appear on that? No, nothing. Didn't know if maybe she wrote a love note or something on the back to him. So we've got all the ingredients of the eye dislodging draught. Can I yes. make it? All right. Um, let's do a um. Ha, yeah. How do we? How do we want to mix this? So that's probably going to be the most complicated part. So you have all the pieces. Um. Let's I, go back to the medical yeah. lady and pay her to mix it. I'm a potion master. Yes, but you don't have opposable thumbs or hands of any kind. <laughs> I have faith in your abilities. I bet if you put them all in your mouth and swish it around and spit it into a vial, it would work. Okay, you want me to put mandrake root, which is poisonous, in my mouth. And essence of nightshade. It would probably taste good as you die. <laughs> Just don't swallow it. <laughs> Just don't swallow it. Spit. All right. Cool. Uh... Good advice. There has to be a better way to do this. I like the lady with hands idea now that you've said that. All but right. you're a potions master. Without hands. <laughs> yes. That is the point of this system. Wait, hold on. We do have a friend who has magical hands. You direct his magical hand to create yeah, the too. potion. Yeah, Jack, you touched yeah. the mandrake root. I can do that. Okay. All right, I've got my own mortar and pestle built in. <laughs> <laughs> With your hooves and stuff. <laughs> so we just really okay. need a bowl. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Edith has like a bowl, right? And like a well, cook yeah, I have I have the to-go container of <laughs> pasta sauce. I'll just dump a little bit out. Like that. Edith is also in there still now. upstairs eating a pizza right now. <laughs> Okay, I like that we're doing it with the delivery food packaging. So <laughs> this is what's happening. I just like how we're like we're 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 jerry rigging this whole spell. It's like, all right, pizza sauce, a scalpel. There's a reason our magic is dangerous. <laughs> uh. All right. So I am going to need a roll for magic hand, and then I'm going to need one of you to do a, um, uh. And we add clever to that, right? Yeah, you can add clever. Totals a six. All right. Casting the spell is simple, and so you are able to get that off. Um, 
I feel like I'm asking for clever for too many things, but I feel like potion making is a clever trait, but that's also not what Barbie has. We've been using our brains this whole time. That's why we've been trying to use clever. Is it yeah. about quick to so I don't something. burn? Is it we about... could do quick, yeah. Okay. Speed and nimbleness. Because it, it is a precise art. I don't know. I think it doesn't matter if we succeed or fail on this, guys, because like, this is just a, an eye socket swelling potion. Like, <laughs> yeah, We I mean... can still get his eyes, even if this fails. <laughs> I just like how on board all of us are. Like, yeah, let's find this guy's eyes. <laughs> we're going to need somebody's eyes by the end of this episode. This potion is just like... And it's not even like a painless version of it. This potion is just like it causes extreme pain and immediate blindness. Like, I don't know why we're doing this. We're going we to have to convince someone to drink it. Hey, drink this. So well, it's, it's eye drop. So we just have to get it into their eyes. Is it? Eye- oh, it's like pepper spray. Yeah. Well, ooh. <laughs> that makes we your eyes ha- pop right, out. So Ignatius being an artificer is going to try to develop some sort of like using the the packaging we can like squeeze it and squirt it at him like put a little hole in it so it's easier to to squirt into someone's eyes all right that was an eight (laughs) (laughs) an eight is gonna do it um so you are able to like stomp on the (laughs) mandrake root crush up the essence of weeping willow you pour in, <laughs> pour the pizza sauce, <laughs> and then you're able to like mix it with like a fork that they gave you, one of those packages <laughs> of forks, napkins, and and pepper and salt. Uh, yeah. Mix it around, and you have your potion. <laughs> All right. I mean, if this fails, we just cut his eyes out. All right, guys. <laughs> so if I yep. put it in like a styrofoam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cool. Beautiful. The most ghetto potion. We we have a takeout sauce container of eye dislodging draft. Yeah, we do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. Cool. Uh, I'm having Um, so so much fun. You have this. You know where uh, Cornelius... uh, Blackbane is Darkbane. Darkbane is, um, yeah. You can make your way there pretty easily. Again, we have a we have a miniature horse that can basically just get us everywhere, uh, which is great. Ignatius um, is gonna miss this when he gets turned back into a gnome. <laughs> <laughs> I have to walk places. <laughs> what is this? Peasant life. <laughs> I run really fast. Which is the theme oh. of today. Uh, I've got that. I've got anyways. The That's really good. <laughs> that is. It is really good. Um, all right. So you arrive in uh, right outside of the little hovel uh, that is also just everything's in the woods. Um, so it's in the woods somewhere that Edith was able to point out to you. And um, there's like some big shrubs around it that you can kind of like scope out um, as you're approaching. And it's a pretty small structure, log, uh, timber, 
and it has like this like really strong odor of like leather and tobacco coming out of it um there is like a, a fire um in the chimney so there's like smoke billowing out of it as well um and it's pretty quiet hi we'd like your eyeballs <laughs> <laughs> Is that you practicing? Yeah, I'm rehearsing. It's not, I'm glad I'm not the one who talks to humans. (laughs) Well, I don't know if I'm doing too much better, but. Jack, you're a pretty little Arctic fox. Why don't you just like take the, the, uh, the tube and just be adorable and make, make him make you his pet? In fairness, we're not a hundred percent certain that this man is the killer he's a witch hunter but edith is convinced that he's a moron and couldn't have killed her now i have no problem taking this man's eyes but i would remind (laughs) you we are on a time crunch here we got 24 hours to bring her back to life or gil is gonna die and jack says his sister's probably not gonna let this world continue without her so before we go and waste a lot of time doing a spell and then having to reconnect all these things, I think perhaps first we should confirm that these are the eyes we need. Yeah, that sounds right. How can we interview him? What should we ask? Be a cute Arctic fox and go do surveillance. Okay, yeah. I will do. I will sneak into his house as an Arctic fox as a pet. See, see if he smells like your sister, because you got you got Ooh, a, you got good. a fox smell. See if you can smell mm. her on him. Yeah, I'll do that. Or any bl- bloody clothes he might have in his in his house. Mm-hmm. All right. So <clears throat> the front door is a jar of this little uh, log cabin. Um, and as you make your way inside, you scurry into a small kind of smoking room slash bar situation so there's like lots of low leather sofas with side tables a case of cigars you can see like a half drunk glass of a whiskey sitting on one of the side tables and there's like a couple people a couple kind of grizzled men why do all of your npcs live in such nice places (laughs) <laughs> oh no these this is not nice looking they're like beat up leather couches okay like cheap cigars but like cigars nonetheless like they're not fancy here um bottom of the barrel whiskey they're, these these are like manly men and they're all like in dirty disheveled clothes there's eye patches bandanas like these are these are witch hunters like they're not they mask. pleasant folk to be around and there's a lot of bo going on and there's just like a a bartender wiping down like really slowly just wiping down the the bar counter Everybody's kind of off in their own like corner. Nobody's c- conversing at all. Very quiet. 
But you do see, like, around the left side of the room, there are some booths. And the back left corner, there is a booth that has a curtain pulled. Let's go look there. So you very easily kind of slink through. Nobody's really paying all that much attention. Um, And you're a little tiny fox, like, whatever. Um, And you slip through underneath the curtain in the back, and you see Cornelia Starkbane passed out, slumped over in the booth, a bottle of whiskey tipped over on the counter, and he is snoring. And it's one of those just like... Do do I smell Frida on him? You nuzzle on over and you sniff him. (laughs) Oh, yes. Her perfume is very pungent. And even though he has quite a bit of musk himself, there's nothing that can cover that smell up. You also get that ping of metallic smell from blood. I mean, what do you guys think? Is this enough for us, or should I wake him up and try to confirm this? We are not inside with you right now. I don't know. He's talking to us in, in player. Um, I think if there were, like, overhead rain protection style, like, fire safety, like, water sprinkler systems, we could put the potion in there and maybe get this whole building with... <laughs> The GM is dying. Is there an overhead sprinkler system in this building? Is this is this building up to code? We take the takeout. <laughs> I'm like Sauce MacGyver. Cup. <laughs> I but just want to point out to you, we're about to pop everyone's eyes out in this place and take them. Yeah. <laughs> just, just to put into your mind what we're about to do. Ignatius is all for it. The player is just like, this is going to get real gruesome. (laughs) We're just going to put a bunch of eyes in her hands like, ah, one of them's got to work. Okay, I'm going to say that that plan is wonderful, so I'm going to allow its existence and potential, like potential existence. So there is... I'm just going to say, yes, there is a water sprinkler system. I will say, though, on as a caveat to that, that it's going to require a quick and a fierce test. Okay. My quickness is one and my fierce is one. So I might not be the best seated. What did Jack say? I have two fierce. How much quick do you have? One. Well, you're you got, better You got all the quick. Do they have to be made by the same person? No, 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 no. They can be made by two separate people. I'm making this a complex plan to enact in my head where you're going to have to like go open whatever. I don't know how sprinkling systems in a log cabin even work there's but gotta be a tap into the water there's gonna be the some tap yeah, somewhere say, and that you're gonna have to open and like yeah. get into and like that's what i like okay. this is a complex plan if it's on that the, we're just gonna go off of two rolls and say that like that is what does it 
if he's on the municipal water supply, the uh, feed to the, sp- <laughs> the sprinkler system is outside the building by code. I run to so. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I run to it, and I, I, I'm like there. Yeah, clippity clop. Clippity clop. And I gnaw on the rubber nozzle, capping it off within a total of eight for fierce to get it open. Eight for fierce will do it. And that was a seven for quick. Oh, okay. So I did specify eight before you rolled it. Um, yeah, is that with so, your pluses? With your plus four? Uh, yeah, I added three to uh, it. Yeah. So that um, means we weren't fast enough. Maybe someone saw me. Yeah. So let's see how this pans out. So um, you go in, you're like gnawing on the cap to open it up, Jack. Um, and then this miniature <laughs> horse is like trying real quickly to like kick at the piping to like bust it open enough to like allow for the thing and then like turn the nozzle. I don't know. I'm making up a bunch of stuff. Like you're, there's a bunch of clinking and clinking and like trying to turn stuff and push stuff and get the pressure up. Um, and like as you're doing all of this. Um, you are going to hear the sound of a shotgun in the air, um, as the bartender, uh, has exited through the front and, like, sees there are three critters doing some I was some not weird involved stuff. in this. Okay, two critters doing some weird stuff behind the log cabin. Um, and he's just going to like shoot off into the air and then just give you this death glare as the barrel starts to like slowly come down towards you. That is when Ignatius is going to land next to him and I'm going to make a magic roll because I'm going to try to talk to him. All right. <laughs> With a nine. All right, that'll do it. Um... And I'm going to say, oh, thank God you're here. We're with the Wilderness Fire Prevention Society, and we were coming to check your sprinkler system, sir. I don't believe it has been serviced in the last 25 years, but you are in luck. Today we are running a special. We will service your system for free. All right. So I don't fully understand um, the difference uh in terms of social whether this should be clever or sly so i'll let you well i have two in each so it doesn't matter the role will be the same i i'm like leaning more towards sly but i rolled an eight plus two is ten okay so that's a really that's a near impossible success um so Did I just convince this guy? Please tell me yes. (laughs) So not only do you land next to him and start talking to him, um, he's a witch hunter type, so he's talking to animals isn't that bizarre. Um, But he's just like, oh, you say we're out of code? That sounds bad. There could be a fire or something. Oh, I, I know. It could even be worse. People's eyes could be just popping out of their sockets. Oh my gosh, does that happen in a fire? Uh, Only if it's a really bad one. Oh my gosh, although, oh oh goodness. Maybe we should stop burning people at the stake then. Well, probably. (laughs) You know, I I did hear a witch was killed recently in these parts. A real 
a real powerful uh, ice witch. Do y'all have anything to do with that by any chance? I'd like to shake whoever's hand did that. Wait, that was real? He wasn't just brewing with us? Who? Cornelius. I thought he was pulling my leg. I thought, there's no way you killed Frida. Frida Frost? No way. Well, let's go ask. Well, first we should fix your your uh, your, your water system here, and then we should go ask this Mr. Cornelius. I'd certainly like to shake his hand and look him in the eye. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, get us up to code. Yeah, get on it. All right, well, you you go on, go on inside. I'll fix this here with my 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 uh, my my associates. All right, you all look very legitimate, <laughs> and I'm gonna go back inside now, and we're gonna be up to code, and it's gonna be great. Uh, two. And then you get. I don't know why you need to talk to Cornelius, but sure, why not? I just want to shake his hand for killing such a such an important, uh, you know, powerful witch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, gosh, if you really did that, that's something, something else. All right, well, I'll see you inside. I'm gonna let you do your thing. I trust that you have everything you need, all your tools and stuff in the truck in the back or something. Yeah, absolutely. Wouldn't I look like a trustworthy bird, don't I? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and he just uh, gives you a little salute. And turns around and walks inside the log cabin. All right, so guys, the witch hunters are real stupid. That's gonna be uh, <laughs> that's gonna be a point in our favor here. Mm-hmm. So he did say that Cornelius had said he killed Frida. So I think either we could just go in and spray him in the eyes and take his eyes, or we could ask him first. He is, dr- I assume, drunk off his behind and passed out. I feel like we should interrogate him first to to ensure we have the correct set of eyes. I don't know. He's mm, he's already incapacitated. All right, well, let's just take his eyes and see if the spell works then. Oh, he was easy to convince. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I just want to take somebody's eyes, all right? <laughs> all right, let's do it. Let's take the eyes. I poured the pizza sauce with the willow branch and the root ground up in it in the sprinkler system. Wait, hold on. Are we are we gonna are we taking everybody's eyes, or now we can just sort of like focus on one guy's eyes? I mean, I want them all to lose their eyes, but we're only gonna like maybe take his. You know, I, they're they're witch hunters. If you don't prevent killers from killing, they kill, and then it's your fault. So blind, their victims have more of a chance. I'm just saying. Somebody doesn't read the Batman <laughs> comics. <laughs> Nope. Remember me saying earlier how like we didn't comment on our actual efficacy. Just not, let's not reduce. That's fair. So, um, real quick, in game, are the witch hunters known as like brutal, awful people? Because we do live in a world of magic, and I assume witches aren't that awful. Oh yeah, let's take yeah, all their. They're eyes. like let's do the. It. They're like the religious righteous zealots that are like way out of bounds and like yeah. Oh, then absolutely. Mm. I, all I the eyes. All their eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And let's try to burn this place down on the way out, because we're obviously like putting their fire suppression system out of uh, commission. So I think after we to- pull out their eyes, perhaps we could do a little uh, awesome while we're at it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> all right. Okay, so I will describe the horrific sounds that- 
<laughs> I will describe right. the horrific sounds that come now, out of this light now, cabin. Now, real quick, are we all going in and grabbing this guy's eyes, or is it just one of us? Technically, we got to make the sprinkler system go off. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we have to burn this place down then. <laughs> you are a bird. Just grab something on fire and take it up to the sprinkler. <laughs> Is this a thatched roof on this place? Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, no. You can't burn the building down because then they'll leave. They need to be covered by the sprinklers to lose their eyes. Okay. So, you so really... first we bar the door oh. and then. <laughs> no, we need the eyes. They can't burn up. Grab something flaming and carry it I... to the sprinkler. I mean, call me crazy, but if my eyes are popping out, my first concern is that, oh, no, the building's on fire. I should get out. It is, oh, my God, my eyes have popped out of my head. <laughs> but that could just be me. Is there anything on fire that I see in this area, like a torch or a candle or something? Uh, Yeah, there were like, um, oh, gosh, I just realized that like, we described them as smoking, having the fireplace. <laughs> yeah, there's cigars. You should so cigars. I have to find, have to find <laughs> no, the fire. No, you should not smoke. These are the villains. <laughs> if you grab one of their cigars and you take it up to the, the sprinkler system, really, whose fault was it? But also, yeah. in fairness, if I am inside the building when this happens, my <laughs> eyes come out as well. That is not what I'm trying to do. So I think our best option is to light the building from the outside, wait till the sprinklers run, whoever comes out, comes out, and then we go in and take Mr. Darkbane's eyes. He won't be using them. We need a, a little crow poncho. Wait, why am I the one necessarily going inside? Oh, yeah, I'm I fast. Can stop I should do it. You, exactly. Yeah, so I could also fire. take a quick roll in order to do this and get out before the, the um, sprinklers actually go off. I understand the danger rating now. Okay. Yeah. I'll do it. This is a dangerous roll, so if you fail, now you will get a danger point. I'll get my eyeballs popping out of my head. Sounds good. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> so am I setting off the fire alarm then, or are you setting off the fire alarm? I am. Okay, so we're going to do that. And Jack, if you see somebody, if you see Mr. Dogbane running outside without his eyes, just like, Grab him from him. I'm ready. I got claws. All right, so I find something that will burn, and I drop it on the roof until the fire catches and sets off the fire alarm after we've rigged it uh, to spray anti-eye stuff. Wait, I thought I was running in with the... Okay, all right, yeah. Oh, I no, thought I was setting better. off... This fun. I like the nobody runs inside thing, yeah. Why, why do we need to lose our eyes? Yeah, that's my thought, too. <laughs> I'll go yeah. with either. There's just a little bit more waiting with this route, but it, it sets on fire. <laughs> it's just prolonged. And eventually the roof does start on fire, and nobody seems to notice at first. Um, there's, like, one dude that, like, kind of teeters out after it started going a bit. And, like, there's definitely, like, some smoke billowing. And he just, like, looks up and he scratches his head and he's like, oh, shit, that's not right. Um, and then he goes back in, he calls, he calls in, he goes, hey, guys, the roof's on fire. We should probably get out of here or something. And then 
you see like four more of the men that were kind of like hanging out the bartender they go out and they're like oh fuck i guess we're gonna have to find a new place and they walk off they just leave um but you don't see cornelius start to pay to that group so have have the sprinklers gone off inside then so then after they leave, that's when you hear a man <laughs> screaming inside. Well, that was weirdly specific of us. <laughs> On point. Not quite as effective as I had hoped, but I'll take it. He was passed out, and they didn't make much of an effort to get everyone out. They were just like, I don't know, if you're listening, leave. So does he come out with no eyes, or do we have to go in after him? So he is screaming, and uh, I believe the the potion uh, was described as incapacitating them. That it's so painful that they basically pass out um, yeah. after their eyeballs are. Uh, so, yeah. So can can we turn <laughs> off the sprinkler system and then send Jack in to go get the eyes? And then pretty quickly the pizza sauce container worth of uh, potion is out of the sprinkler system. Okay. All right, Jack, when you go in to get his eyes, don't Whoa, why are you sending an Arctic fox in? <laughs> I mean, he's got claws and stuff to, to cut yeah, them and the get them, because yeah. otherwise I got a bite, and I don't really want that in my mouth. That's true. I'm ready. Chomp, chomp. Okay. Well, more like claw, claw, but whatever. Well, por los dos? <laughs> don't eat them. We need them. <laughs> okay. I rush in and look around for the our, our target. Eyeballs. Yes. So he is slumped <laughs> over. Eyeballs. He's kind of like falling out of his booth. Uh, so the curtain has parted ways. And you see that he's like arm outstretched and eyeballs are like hanging from the sockets. The... Um, Optic nerves. They're hanging by the optic nerves. The optic nerves are like still oh, attached. I put the eyeballs in my mouth and swipe my claws uh, through the optic nerves. My goodness. <laughs> you <laughs> savage. Slice them out. And now you have his two eyeballs. I mean, as far as like punishments for murder go, it's pretty late. Until the mm-hmm. building burns down. Yeah. Yeah. So he's still in there. <laughs> incapacitated um and the the fire is getting bigger the roof is burning i run inside i get him i I put him on my across my back and i run outside all right so you drag him out of the building who me or him uh both porcano los dos (laughs) (laughs) don't burn up your coat is so pretty Uh, all right let's get out of here okay nobody died Nobody died as long as there wasn't anyone else passed out in this bar. So as he comes out with the eyeballs Nobody else. in in paw, I say, I see what you did there. <laughs> Ignatius loves puns. <laughs> All right, let's go. We have everything we need now, right? Okay, let me look at this list. I'm making the book. I, I recall what the book read earlier. It read, The Eyes of the Murderer. Yep. A vial of the knife. Yeah, a vial of enchanted tears, a blade-shaped obsidian knife, and the incantation. Have you cried yet, Jack, for your dead sister? There's smoke no, in your you eyes. No, you did. There's smoke in your eyes. <laughs> yeah, now. there we go. <laughs> sure, you want to you want to collect some 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 dewy tears yeah. from this? 
Okay. Yeah, you really, you aren't sad? Like, isn't this your last remaining family member? You were mentioning at the bar when you were drunk earlier that your mom and dad were dead. And oh, yeah, they faded away millennia ago. And your sister's all you know, have man. left? Complicated, families are complicated. You know, toxic family members, it's a whole thing. Yeah, do you want her to stay gone? Honestly, Jack is not sure if that's actually what's best for the world. Okay, if nobody else dies from this, if it's just her, like, let's say I use one of my potions. I undid dude's uh, doom. You know, I could undo her doom with a potion. Do you want me to, do you want us to, like, leave her dead? I'm still figuring that out. We're we're, we're winging and winging as we go. In fairness, we only get fame and fortune if we bring her back to life and save Gil. I'm on the fence about that, but I would like fame. Whether Gil survives or not is immaterial. Ignatius, just one question. You think dead Gil is going to take his money back? No, but (laughs) money I have no need for. I have more money than I know what to do with. At this point, I want notoriety. Oh... Okay. But would you be would you have notoriety for being the one who killed Gil? Well, I wouldn't be the one who killed Gil. I would be the one who allowed Gil to die, which is certainly not as impressive as killing him myself. Although I suppose I could kill him myself (laughs) after No one's shutting down your options. Look, we'll keep murder in the back pocket as we always do, (laughs) but I think we should try to bring your sister back. She is a fundamental force of nature. And we don't know what will take her place if she dies. It could be worse. We don't know. This is note for the audience. This is what happens when we play after 10 p.m. People people get killed. It's just, it's a thing. <laughs> Technically, no one died. We just burned down a witch hunter's gathering spot. And took his okay. eyes. And took one murderer's <laughs> eyes. And potentially left him to bleed out. But we're not going to talk about that. You won't bleed out of your optic nerve. Oh, okay. Well, go get his neck then. <laughs> I, I, I... You know, I asked her the I'm not actually going to let him do that. <laughs> what happened to yes and? <laughs> <laughs> but I want to murder. Okay, all right. You can do that on your time. Barbara does not like to murder. That is a stated fact of Barbara's character. She keeps okay. doing it, though. <laughs> <laughs> By accident, every time. Specifically to groups of children. And we haven't encountered any of those, so it's fine. Her last episode oh, is child murder free. Her first and last time. Well, now the GM has a goal. <laughs> the GM looks really shocked. This is her first episode. She hasn't murdered a group of children. Okay, you didn't oh, murder children. The greed of Mister Greenleaf. You, you brutalized them. <laughs> Sorry, I brutalized oh. them. And I don't think they were kids the other time. Just teenage delinquents. Yeah. <laughs> and you only melted half of one of them. Fine. But anyway. anyway. Yeah. So back to the GM looks like worried. <laughs> we got eyes. Uh, we got eyes. We got the incantation. We got everything. Yeah, yeah. We even got the incantation that we just don't have Jack yeah. wanting his sister back. Let's go bring this witch back to life. And we got your smoke tears, right? Yes. Okay. It's something. <laughs> All right. So you make your way back to the ice tower uh, because part of the ritual does involve placing the obsidian knife uh, in her chest. Jack, do you want to do the honors or should one of us? I understand it's your sister. You probably don't want to like 
impale her necessarily. So I think Barbara being a miniature horse, like I could hold it with my beak a little bit and she could kind of like <laughs> tap it down with her hoof if you don't want to be involved in this. When you have a hammer, everything's a nail. That's true. We will work it out. Yeah, and when you have eye-popping <laughs> potions, everybody's the bad guy. Okay, we put the eyes in her hands. Let me read this ritual. Mm-hmm. We um, set the dagger in her chest, a little tap, tap, tap. We place the eyes of the murderer in their hands, and then we shed a vial of enchanted tears onto her forehead. Now we have to speak this incantation. Are you guys ready to all talk at the same time and speak the in- incantation? If we are successful... The eyes will dissolve into mist. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do we have it written down somewhere? Uh, no, I didn't write an incantation. So we just assume we <laughs> say oh, the incantation. Just words. You just say the words. Just I'll talk at the same time. Yeah, okay. yeah. Go. And That's if it. it doesn't work, then we'll go get Gil, because he might have to be the one to do this. <laughs> We're not 100% certain yet. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. I'm sure a crow, a right. fox, and a horse can do it. All right. Let's go. Three, two... One. I wish, I wish with all my might to bring this witch back to my sight. Ziggy Ziggy Zaggy. Yeah. Okay, we're going to try that again. That was not at the same time. All right. Three. What are we actually saying? Anything you want where nobody's going to be able to hear it as long as you talk. Three. Yep. Two. One. Chance. I wish, I wish with all my might to bring the witch back to my Oh, that was beautiful. <laughs> Wonderful performance, everybody. Um, and as you speak these words, you see the eyes dissolve into a little mist that floats up and spirals around her. Was I the only one that was like half expecting this not to work? <laughs> if the pizza sauce worked, this is gonna work. <laughs> I was kind of surprised. <laughs> um, and then it's going to, after the mist kind of spirals up above her, it's gonna like rain back down. And then you hear her gasp. And she sits up. She blinks her eyes open, pushes out her chest, turns her head slowly to the three of you, and she just... Ah, oh, not what I was expecting. I guess you could say the eyes have it. <laughs> Jack? Yes? Is that you? What do you think? Oh my mm. goodness, baby brother... You completed the ritual. Zack strains his magical... Oh, my God. Jack strains his magical energy to try to regain his original form. Does it work? Yeah. So as she is revived and starts to talk to you, the three of you start to see the world around you um, looks like it's shrinking because you're getting bigger. And her head is like tilting up towards you now. Um, And you revert back to your original forms. Okay. I have hands again now. Yes. All right. I start slapping the piss out of her. (laughs) Like, of course it's me. What did you think? What? 
What, that man was an idiot. What was he going to do? How dare I you? I knew that. Oh, my gosh, Jackie boy. Of course I knew he was an idiot. Why him then? Because Edith was always going to get a letter in the morning, my dear. A letter for what? For the actual instructions. I just wanted to make a fool out of that man. Yeah, well, Edith didn't know how to fix this either. Well, well it, I hadn't given her the letter yet. If it makes you feel any better, the guy who killed you no longer has eyes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, that was always the intention. Well, good. I'm still mad at you. Well, it was a fun little adventure, wasn't it? Plus, you did something well. I'm, dare I say it, impressed. Hmm. But that's the only time you're hearing that from me. All right? You know, I think that's true. And he turns around and he walks out of her tower. Well, I'm going to follow him. (laughs) (laughs) Pleasure to make your acquaintance. Ignatius Cogbright, you have a great evening. And I follow Jack out. Are you both out of the tower? If you're out of the tower. Am I still a horse? No, no you, you've reverted back to uh, a Barbie. Okay. As Jack leaves, he looks over his shoulder and flicks a hand, and the tower starts to crumble down to dust. How did he That's do that? That's a beautiful end of the episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the drama, the drama. All right. Thank you all for joining us with Fire Breathing Kittens. Today, we have been joined by Jack Frost. Bye. Ignatius. Don't keep toxic people in your life. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Great advice. Um, Ignatius Cogbright. And at the end, we only had to take one pair of eyes. I call this an unmitigated success. (laughs) And Barbara Angeli. It was way more fun to play Barbara than I thought it would be. Like, the potions were fun. The, like, watching a movie making a vocab list was fun. Um, Yeah, I had a great time. Yay. All right. Goodbye now. Bye. 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 It's that part of the show again where we recommend a podcast that you might enjoy. Have you heard of As the Money Burns? All they want is love. Everyone else wants their fortune. Based on true history, this podcast is a deep dive into a set of actual heirs and heiresses during the Great Depression. Greed, envy, lust, scams, scandals, love triangles, fortune hunters, royalty, and so much more. Find it all on As the Money Burns, a podcast.